this is Sharbria Shine, and welcome back to Max Out Girl. So let's talk about it. Valentine's Day blues? Sis, no. Okay, let's get into it. So we know that Valentine's Day is coming up, y'all. Yes, it is Monday, and this is supposedly like, you know, Valentine's Day weekend where people will be celebrating, blah, 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 right? So I'm gonna talk to those single ladies out there, or those ladies who are like, maybe you're dating, but you don't really have a man-man, you know, because y'all haven't made it official, and maybe you feel like, you know, I hate this time of the year because I'm still single, I still don't have a Valentine, and you might just be feeling, you know, a little down about it. So I just want to encourage you. Okay, so first of all, sis, this is not the time to call your ex or go out with some counterfeit or start entertaining randoms because you want to go out on a date and want to get a free meal, you want to have some cute pics for Instagram. First of all, your worth is so much more than that, sis. You could take yourself out to eat. You could go with your girls or have a Netflix night and order yourself some pizza and buy yourself your favorite sweet treat. Like, you can do that for yourself. You do not need a man to do that, okay? And so it is not worth it, you know, going backwards to an ex or just going with a random and getting yourself in more trouble, probably, right, than you need to be. Then you're gonna have to start all over because you're heartbroken or upset or disappointed or just entertaining somebody who you really don't like and now you are leading them on, which is also not fair to them so I just want us to kind of get over this oh I gotta have pics for the gram I gotta have a you know video for tiktok blah 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 like you don't need a man and I'm married I'm a newlywed and if you've been listening to me for some while you know I have the single and satisfied movement I started that in my singleness and even now that I'm married I still have that same perspective it's like my husband doesn't complete me and I still don't need him to buy me flowers now again Is it nice? Of course. I love flowers for him to get those things for me and to, you know, shower me with love and gifts and affection around this season. However, when I was single, y'all, I love to celebrate. I celebrated Valentine's Day because I'm like, I don't need a man to celebrate a holiday. Like, I be my own Valentine. Like, Jesus loves me, right? Like, I got my girls. And that's why I had the Single and Satisfied 7-Day Challenge, which is going on right now, by the way, (laughs) Um, to encourage singles around that time to have fun, to challenge themselves, to do different things, and also to be reflective and also just to to grow and to know you know that it's important to grow your girl tribe and to do other things around valentine's day if you want to celebrate you can still get cute you can still go out you can you know do something like you know how people do gift exchanges you can do that with your co-workers or your friends or your family like one thing that i could say and i love about my mother is that growing up, she always bought us gifts for Valentine's Day, like the cutest little things all the time. So I oh, I grew up like enjoying holidays and celebrating them. And she just always taught me like about self-love and like loving yourself and showering and pampering yourself. And yeah, my parents were married, but that's what I loved about it. Like even though she had a husband and, you know, they, you know, did things, she taught us like, you don't necessarily need that to enjoy or celebrate it and I want to encourage you the same yeah you're gonna see lovers right kissing holding hands you're gonna see all these posts on social media right if you're at work your friend's husband might send her flowers and you may feel away and that's okay we got to be real with ourselves like it's okay but also it's nothing wrong with you know also being happy for those people and just saying you know what one day my day is gonna come thank you, God, that my man of God is going to find me, that, you know, like, it's okay to acknowledge how you feel, but to speak what you want, because you have the power of life and death in your tongue, and God's going to honor your faith, because, yeah, there were times in my singleness where I was like, man, I can't wait, you know, until I get married, I have someone, blah, 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 and, but in the midst of that, 
I started celebrating. And something that I really did that really helps me, I stopped thinking about myself all the time. And during Valentine's Day, I would actually send single women roses to their job. So like my friends, my mom, you know, like different people that I love, I would send them, surprise them and send them something. And they were, it would just make their day. And I think that was so important in life period to just be a giver and to not always think about yourself because when you take the light off yourself, um, I feel like you're less miserable, honestly. You have more joy because it's better to give than to receive, okay? And I feel like God looks at that and he blesses that, right? He blesses your heart to want to give. And so during that season of Valentine's Day and my singleness, y'all, I'm gonna be real. Like I bought myself flowers. I love flowers. And I'll buy myself flowers in a heartbeat, okay? I truly will. And it's nothing wrong with that. Like I bought myself flowers around Valentine's Day, pink uh, roses and red roses, mixed them together, put them in a really cute vase. Um, me and my gal pals, I call them my gal pals for Valentine's Day. Um, we would always like, we would exchange gifts. I would do a Valentine's Day dinner. Um, and during my single and satisfied challenge, there would always be winners of prizes. And I would just do it up and have fun. Cause again, I would get so dressed up on Valentine's Day, my little pink and red, like, I love life, and I'm not going to let the fact that I didn't have a man stop me from enjoying a holiday if I wanted to. And you may not be a person that's into it, and that's okay. That's the beauty of individuality. You can be who you are. You don't even have to acknowledge it. Like, you know, it don't even have to be a thing for you. But if you want to, your heart yearns for it, you're desire it, desiring it, go for it, sis. Like, celebrate you. Like, like I said, it is nothing wrong with staying home, binge watching your favorite show, ordering you some pizza, ordering you a sweet treat, buying yourself flowers. If you like flowers, if not, you don't have to. And that's the beauty of it. So it's like, don't be hating on the lovers, you know, don't be mad. Cause I feel like a bitter heart is just not good for you. It's just going to keep you miserable. And God sees that too. It's like, yeah, you may feel away, but give it to God. Like, okay, God, yeah, I feel a little sad or I feel a little lonely, but I'm just going to trust you, God, in this season. I'm going to trust you, God, that you have someone for me in the right time. And you may not be feeling that, right? You may not, you might be even struggling believing that, but speak it out loud. The more you speak it out loud, the more you can believe it. And honestly, God hears it and he honors that you're speaking it in faith and your words have power. And I'm just, you know, I realize that and I'm so big on that. And also something to keep in mind too, if you're so yearning to, a husband or a man and he's going to do it what if you get married and your husband don't even buy you gifts or buy you flowers and honestly that that has happened sometimes you have to teach people how to treat you or teach people what you like and desire so you could be waiting to celebrate these holidays like waiting holding your breath until you get a man and then he he doesn't even do those things because maybe he's not a romantic and maybe you need to teach him or have to explain to him what you desire and that's not tragic it's nothing wrong with that but i think we have romanticized marriage and holidays and valentine's day and christmas when you're married and sometimes it's not like you see in the movies like my husband's really sweet and in our courtship he bought me a lot of things sent me a lot of things we were a long distance relationship but i had to tell him like i that i really love flowers so like i want him on a regular right but again he was romantic he did other things and he bought me flowers he sent them to my job once but after that like i didn't i didn't see no flowers I'm like what are flowers you know and I love flowers. So I was like, hey, I love flowers. Like, I just had to, like, just say that out loud, you know. And so he got the point. And sometimes you have to tell them because they don't get the point, And that's okay. No one's a mind reader. Like, like, hey, I like this. Or could you do that for me? Like, I love that's my favorite. Because if you're with a man who really loves you, really cares about you, he wants to please you. He wants to know what you like. So, again, don't put all your hope in a man. Don't put all your hope in a holiday. And please, if you need to unplug during this season because all the pictures are going to make you feel down or bad or sad or lonely, 
just log off of social media for this whole week or two. It's nothing wrong with that. Your mental health, your peace is so important. You ain't going to be missing out on nothing on social media. You can unplug, sis. Believe me. Like, And again, I always say it. Don't get caught up in people's highlight reels. You know, no one's life is perfect. And even these people who are getting all these expensive gifts, you don't know, that man might be cheating on them. That might be why he bound all this stuff. Like, like you can't compare. And then there are some healthy relationships out there, you know, but you still can't compare. You don't know what it took for them to get that relationship, what it's taken to maintain it. Because I can tell you, like, to have a great marriage is work. And it doesn't mean that it's laborious and it's t- and it's something that's enjoyable. But like anything, it needs maintenance. And it, it is so true and I'm living that. And again, I was taught this beforehand, so it's not a shocker to me. But the things that we see on TV, how we romanticize, you know, and fantasize about marriage, how it's so perfect and everything is just so lovely. That's not real life because real life happens. So it's like once real life happens, that infatuation stage, honeymoon stage wears out. And it's like, OK, we got to pay these bills or if you have kids, we got to take care of these kids or I got to cook and you got to go grocery shopping or you got to go to work and I got to wake up early. You got to take the car. Oh, the car broke down unexpectedly. Like life just happens, right? Or shoot, we just been working a double. You get home. I'm too tired to have sex. Well, I want to have sex. Like, like it's so much more than, than what we know, what we think when we just see, oh, they're so cute. They're on Insta or TikTok or whatever and doing these cute little couple videos and they're just so perfect and they, they're going out all the time. He's always buying her flowers. You don't know what it took to get that. You don't know what it's taken to maintain that. So I always love to say it because the grass is not greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. If you're single, water your single season. Once you get a man and get married, then water that season. I could tell you being on both sides, there's there's pros and cons to both, right? Both can be very beautiful. And again, when I say cons, I don't mean negative per se, because I don't want you to think, oh, it's negative in marriage or negative in single. No, but what I'm saying is there are things that you may feel like, man, I really don't love this about that. Or I really have to work on this in marriage because this is a challenge for me. Or in your singleness, man, I really have to work on being content and not feeling lonely all the time or allowing myself to get sad because of loneliness. Like there's just stuff to work out in both seasons. And I always say that. I'm so glad that I got content and fulfilled in my single season because when I got married, I didn't expect him to make me content or happy. I didn't expect him to change my whole world, right? And make everything right. Uh, No, I knew that that was Christ, me and Christ, right? That was God's job to fulfill me. And it was my job to do the work of getting closer to God and learning who God is and who I am in Christ to be able to be whole and to live and walk in purpose and to have joy. My husband, yes, we can bring joy to each other, but we can't fulfill each other. There's some days that I feel down. He can't do it for me. He's trying, but I got to get in the presence of the Lord because there's something going on with my soul that my husband cannot fix. So it's just so important like to keep things you know in proper perspective and so I just wanted to like really encourage you during this season um don't give up the hope if you desire marriage if you don't that's cool too it's nothing wrong with that um just celebrate your life do you live in purpose walk in purpose but if you're waiting on that husband and you're like oh my god it seems like it's never coming trust god it always seems like it's never coming you know and when we're waiting on something, that's just part of the wait, right? Is you know we don't like it. No one likes it when you're waiting on anything from God. But it's developing our character. We hate to hear it, right? We hear it all the time. Developing our faith and helping us to learn patience. Again, I I hated that word patience, right? But but it's so true. Like God's really trying to build us up so that when we get the blessing, we're mature enough to handle the blessing. 
because marriage is a blessing from God, but it also is work to maintain a healthy relationship and you have to be mature. And so God is preparing you and hopefully you're in his presence. You're learning who he is and who you are in him. And if you want to be married, you're learning about marriage so that you are prepared. And again, there's nothing going to prepare you 100% for your marriage, but actually being in it, walking it out, right? But there's a lot of things you can do to prepare for it. And so it's so important, you know, that you take those steps to do so. But the biggest thing is knowing who you are and being whole in yourself and in Christ and doing the work to heal from your past, whatever it is, whether it's insecurities or broken relationships or soul ties or anger problems or impatience, all that you're going to need to work on. Whether it's selfishness, you know, it's a lot to work on in your singleness when you're desiring marriage. And um, I think sometimes we just want it now, but we don't realize the work we need to do. Finances, are you in debt? Um, Do you uh, not handle money well? Are you a shopaholic? Like it's so many things that you could be working on now. Um, Saving money, um, going back to school, whatever it is that, you know, the goals and dreams that you have for yourself. Just really going after those things because it's so important because your your focus is going to shift once you're married. Doesn't mean you can't fulfill your purpose or that you're not going to focus on yourself ever. But now it's not just about you, right? It's about your spouse. And then if you do decide to have children, now children. And that adds more, um, you know, more time, more focus that has to be taken off of your uh, your goals and your personal time, right? But again, it's a beautiful season. But just make sure that you're not fantasizing so much about that season that you're not enjoying the season that you're in and you're missing wasted opportunity, wasted time, wasted progress and wasted, you know, joy and experiences that you can have now that you can think back on and be excited and happy that you experience those things in your singleness once you do get married. So let's get back to this Valentine's Day, girl. Do not be down. Do not be sad. I know the enemy of your soul is trying to tell you you're never going to get a man. Something is wrong with you. What's wrong with me? Why I can't get a man? Why I'm still single? Why she gets to get him? Why they get flowers? They get this other girl. I know. I have been there, girl. I know. In my 30s, like, where you at, God? Clock ticking, God. <laughs> God, like, girl, I make that clock. You better, uh, ain't nobody worried about your clock ticking. <laughs> <laughs> we get so caught up in the world's way of thinking shoot god like i could have you could have children when you 45 like I, seriously you have to trust god we have to stop you know being so scared and in fear and trust his plan for our lives and so don't be sad during the season if you need to unplug during social media girl unplug and have yourself a movie night or unplug and go out with your girlfriends or unplug, hang with your family. If you have kids, unplug, do something fun with your kids. Like there's things to do. So um, here we go. I want to give you some fun things that you can do during this Valentine's Day season. So you do not have to have a Valentine's Day blues, girl. You do not have to have it. All right. So here we go. The first one, plan a fun dinner with your favorite gal pal. Okay. Like, who said you can't go out on Valentine's Day and celebrate if you're single? Not me. <laughs> so, again, why should you have to stay home just because you don't have a Valentine? First of all, God loves you. Christ loves you. You love yourself. You got a Valentine. Okay. So, get dolled up. You know, you could get some reservations. Go with your BFF or make it a group event. Hang with your favorite girls. Okay. Even do a gift exchange, like I said, like a little Galentine's little thing. Like here, I'm throwing a Galentine's Day party event, a day party. So if you're in the Northwest Indiana, Chicago area, join us on Saturday, February 12th, Shabria.com. <laughs> okay, in the event section. But, you know, you don't have to stay home. You could go out, have fun, get dolled up, have a great time. All right, here's the next tip that we're going to do for Valentine's Day fun for singles. Get out the snacks and have a movie night with the girls. Okay, so forget about guys. 
All right, forget about them right now. All right, invite your girls over. Tell everybody bring snacks. You ain't got to do everything, right? And don't forget, order some pizza, make some root beer floats. If you like that, girl, I love that. Okay, get get a list of like some favorite movies and maybe some comedy and actions. Don't do no romantic love stories. Don't do no rom-coms. We ain't got time for that. We want laughter, no tears, okay? All right, now, here's a cute one. Get manicures and pedicures with your best girls. Okay, talk about self-love. Man, the best self-love, I tell you. It's having that spa day, getting your toes, your nails done, a massage or something, a facial, just something. And it's like therapy for me. You go out, you relax, talk to your friends, get whatever off your chest, laugh it out, cry it out, whatever you need to do. Vince, you know how it go. Or you could have a girl's weekend. Now, it's not too late. You could do like a staycation somewhere close. Or shoot, y'all might be able to go far, depending on what your pocket looking like, right? But I know it's Wednesday, and this weekend is coming up soon. But go all out. You could plan a full-blown girl's trip. It doesn't have to be expensive. Like I said, it could be a, a road trip, something nearby, hotel, a few, few days away. Go eat, go to the movies, try something new. But just have fun. All right, now what about a game night? All right, bringing it back to the old days, like me and my family, oh my God, my siblings, we used to play games all the time, pizza night, game night. Bring out the board games, have a game night. And don't forget snacks, brownies, and ice cream. I don't know, do you have board games? Uh, I don't, only board games I have now is like Uno and I'm trying to think, Oh Maid, oh my God, that's something my mom had hooked me on, but it's hilarious, play it with my niece. I, we really don't have board games here, but... My sister and her her kids do, so we do play it over there, okay? We got to get some good ones. Um, I think we had Black Card Revoked. I think that's a fun one. All right, what about throw a pajama party? Okay, so I know we're not in high school, but it's still fun and cute. What y'all little cute PJs? Have your girls over, play Truth or Dare, watch movies, um, eat a bunch of snacks, do makeup and hair, you know, vent about the week or gossip about your favorite TV shows. Like, that's fun. What about a Groupon night? Like, look on Groupon, find the hottest trends or events that's trending. Have a paint night, a gun range night, go bowling, chocolate tasting. Man, they have some good deals. Just have a ball. Okay, have y'all heard of this one? An anti-Valentine's Day karaoke party. Okay, sing your little heart out. Now, I don't know who got a karaoke machine. You gonna laugh because I do have a karaoke. <laughs> and it's pink, too. Um, but you can order a mic on Amazon. If you got Prime, they will give it, get it there in two days. You got time, girl. Sing your cares away. Just have so much fun. Like, have, dance, laugh, just be crazy. Or binge watch your favorite show on Netflix, like I said. If you just like, I don't need to be out. I'm cool. I don't want to dress all up. I want to do all that. Stay at home, girl. Watch your favorite show, like I said. Order pizza, have fun. Turn that social media off, chaos off. You ain't got to be in a restaurant waiting in the long lines because everybody off Valentine's Day and just chill. That sounds good. All right. My last one is volunteer. Like, there is something, as I said, just so powerful about doing something for somebody else, doing good for somebody. Like, and making somebody else's day great, I feel like it takes your mind off yourself. Even around the holidays, period. Christmas, Thanksgiving, if you tend to be sad around that time. Even if you don't tend to be sad, I just feel like giving back and doing something for someone else is so powerful. You could always search organizations that have events. You could volunteer at a children's hospital or read stories to them, take them teddy bears, or visit a nursing home, read to the residents so that they feel loved too. And yeah, I love that kind of stuff because I feel like we're so self-centered and I'll talk about myself first, you know, like we could be so selfish or what I don't have and how I feel and what's wrong with my life. And there's somebody, you know, that's dealing with something so much worse that doesn't, 
you know, minimize what you're going through. I'm not making it smaller than it is because your feelings are valid, right? We we go through things that, that could be real things, real deep, right? But I just guarantee you when you show love or kindness to someone else, you look out for someone else, like, man, you just feel joy because giving is just such a great feeling and just caring for someone else it's better to give it and receive. Like the word of God says, it just really is to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing to others. And in return, we feel blessed. That's the beautiful exchange in it all. So again, I just want to encourage you, enjoy it. Enjoy your life as a single. Enjoy this time, this season as a single. Don't have any Valentine's Day blues. Don't let the haters, you ain't got no man know. When God sends them, you, you'll be the first one to know. Or you could be sassy and speak the word like I do. He's coming in and, and God's timing, right? And that's what I used to do to speak God like positive words over my life and God's word. Like it's he who finds a wife that finds a good thing. So he will be finding me. Thank you. <laughs> like you're jazzy with him, but you don't have to be sad, sis. The emotion's going to try to come because, you know, we're human. Right. And the enemy of our soul wants us to be sad. Somebody that you might even love. One of your friends or family members might say something like we ain't never go. You ain't never gonna have a husband. They ain't laughing and they think it's funny. The enemy could use anybody. Right. Even if they don't even know it. But don't let it get you down. Don't let it distract you from knowing that God loves you. He has great plans for you. He just adores you. You are loved. And you don't need a man to feel love. You don't need a man to be loved. You don't need a man to have self-worth or self-value. God imputed that in you before you were in your mother's womb. You're special to him. So he's not going to just send you any random. All right. He's building him. But in the meantime, since you need to be built yourself, make sure you're not negating that building time because you're so sad and depressed and discontent. Again, you're going to feel those emotions. I felt those, but I fought through them. And I got to the place where I was like, okay, when those emotions came, I knew what to say. I knew what to say, the word of God, and to shut those negative like thoughts down or even negative people, how to shoot them down and how to shoot even my own thoughts down. You know, and don't always think that those thoughts are yours. Like the enemy of your soul wants to give you negative thoughts to make you feel sad at the right moment, right? And what I mean by the right moment, you may have already felt down and then somebody will come and say something else that makes you feel even worse. That's not by chance. But don't fall into it. Jeremiah 29, 11, God knows the plans he has for your life. He has great plans for you. You have an expected end plans to prosper you he wants you to be well to he, jesus says that he comes to bring you life and more abundantly so know that he loves you know that he cares about you and know that you can truly celebrate this season in your singleness and thrive girl max it out girl because it's amazing life even in your singleness but you have to change your perspective i feel like discontentment tries to eat at us no matter what season we're in, whether single, whether married, the enemy tried me in both seasons, even now married. And I have to be like, okay, girl, you were discontent in your singleness. Then you found contentment. Now you're married. You were content. Now you try to be discontent. Like, no, it's the devil uh -uh. and your flesh working with the devil and feelings, which are shallow. Feelings change. They go up and down, up and down, all around. Now I'm mad. Now I'm irritated. Now I'm frustrated. Now I'm sad. Now I'm depressed. No, can't go by your feelings. You got to go by the truth, which is the word of God. And you have to tell your feelings where to go. And so it's so important to just get girded up in the truth and the word of God. Know what he says about you. Know what he says about the things you're struggling with. So when those negative thoughts come, you can speak out loud the truth in God's word. Even when you don't feel it. It doesn't matter how we feel. We have to speak the truth. And the truth, the words that we speak, it will tell us how to feel. Like me, 
times where I feel sad or trying to get discontent or depressed. I'm like, nope, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I will be happy. I will be full of joy. And I start thanking God because praise is a weapon. Thankfulness, gratefulness is a weapon. No, we don't feel like doing it half the time because we're irritated, frustrated or whatever. It feels stupid sometimes, but it works. God tells us that it works. He inhabits the praises of his people. So when we praise him, we thank him. The presence of God is there in the midst and the enemy is going to have to flee at some point because he can't stand it. So again, I hope I said something that really helped you because you don't have to be sad in this season. You just don't. You don't. You have so many things ahead of you and God has so many great things for you. So just know it, believe it, and girl, enjoy Valentine's Day, girl. (laughs) All right, so. Here we go. I just want to let you know, as always, you know, you could follow me at Sharpria Shine. You could follow the podcast at Max Out Girl at Sharpria Music. Check me out on YouTube at Sharpria Shine and Sharpria Music. Go to Sharpria.com for courses, books, resources, and upcoming events because I got some upcoming events that's coming soon. And again, as always, I hope I said something that encouraged you, inspired you, and elevated your thinking. And always remember to Max Out Girl. <laughs> this is Sharpria Shine. Talk to you next time.